Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Uh, this comes courtesy of our friends over at Boxing247.com, and we appreciate it very much. Before I get going, though, I just want to recount a quick little story here that popped up, something about uh, David Benavidez and uh, Caleb Plant might be going toe-to-toe next year. I say might because it seems like it hasn't been confirmed yet, but that would be a great fight to see. All right, let's uh, move along quickly to other news on the wire. We see that uh, according to the data, um, with the Fury and Chisora fight less than a month away, boxing fans around the world are beginning to feel the excitement and are voicing their opinions on the fight over all social media. To discover what people think about the fight, gambling.com decided to utilize the social listening tool Linkfluence to analyze online sentiment data to reveal what people on the internet think about the fight as the whole as a whole and also the fighters themselves when it comes to the fight itself the data reveals an overwhelming negative opinion with online posts that involve fury versus jazora being negative 23% of the time while it's just 8% of them are positive uh, just a quick little summary Here's the online sentiment data for the individual fighters that are confirmed to be on the card. Uh, let's have a quick look here. Tyson Fury, positive sentiment, 15%. Negative sentiment, 12%. Derek Chisora, positive 10%. Negative 16%. Daniel Dubois, pretty well even Steven here. Positive sentiment, 22%. Negative sentiment, 21%. And Kevin Lorena, 13% positive, 27% negative. Don't really know what that all means when it's all wrapped up, tied together in a nice, neat bow. But uh, we're looking forward to the fight and seeing uh, Tyson Fury eventually move on to fight uh, Alexander Usyk, which again fits into the rumor category at the moment. But Alexander Usyk has laid down his gauntlet and uh, asked uh, to uh, Tyson Fury to man up. Speaking of man up, um, welterweight superstar and current pound-for-pound king Terrence Bud Crawford right, undefeated, will make his triumphant return to the ring when he battles WBO number six-ranked David Avnasian. He's 29-3-1, by the way, 17 knockouts, at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. That's going to be fought on December 10th of this year, and the 12-round bout will air live on BLK Prime PPV. Um, obviously, Crawford's WBO uh, welterweight title is on the line. Uh, tickets on sale, yada, yada. And uh, said Crawford, we have seen player empowerment movements in other sports, and now we're starting to see it in boxing. I've taken control of my career, and my December 10th fight at BLK Prime is the start of my next chapter. As we all know, Crawford chose to bring his latest world title fight back to his hometown of Omaha. He hasn't fought in front of the always raucous Nebraska crowd since a TKO victory over Jose Benavidez. In October 2018, he said, my hometown fans deserve another big fight, and we're going to pack the CHA Health Center once again on December 10th. Uh, Crawford, by the way, is looking to extend his nine-fight knockout streak, one that has gone unappreciated from boxing fans and media, he says. December 10th will mark Crawford's sixth defense of his WBO welterweight title and his 17th straight world title fight uh, across three weight divisions. 
says, I'm an exciting fighter and the best closer in the sport. I've knocked out every fighter I've faced since 2016. I'm going to pawn another entertaining fight and continue my knockout streak. David Asnazian is a tough opponent who's riding a strong knockout streak of his own. He's up some really good fighters and has nothing to lose. That makes for something that fight fans will want to see. Good enough. Let's move along here quickly. Um, uh, what a knockout, I might add. But it ended up with uh, the person being knocked out, uh, ending up in hospital uh, in an induced coma. The story reads, Minneapolis adopted son and rising phenom David Morrell Jr. showed flashes of his superstar potential bloodying and battering mandatory challenger Adas Yerbosnuli over 12 rounds before closing the show in emphatic fashion to defend his WBA super middleweight title uh, via knockout in the main event of the Action Live show on uh, Showtime uh, from the Armory in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. And that was a BBC Premier Boxing Champions event. Uh, without knowing, I don't think, that his opponent was in hospital. He uh, said, this is uh, Dave, Dave Morrell Jr. said, thank you everybody in Minnesota for coming out to support me. Uh, thank you to my family, my team, everybody. I'm so excited. I told everyone at the press conference that the fight is mine. I saw he was hurt at that moment and then the results came in, the knockdown came. A knockout is a knockout. So if it's in the eighth or 12th round, it's a knockout anyway. Uh, at the time, he was ahead uh, 110-99 twice and 108-101 to 101 entering the final round. So Morel, who's now 8-0 with seven knockouts, wasn't satisfied with just winning on the scorecards as he pressed to extend his four-fight knockout streak and put an exclamation mark on his performance. So with just 40 seconds left in the fight, Morel did exactly that. The 24-year-old Cuban, who now lives and fights out of Min Min Minneapolis, flattened your boss Renouli who's now 16 and one by the way with a straight left hand followed by a right hook sending the lively crowd at the armory into a frenzy it was the second time in the round that your your bus newly was dropped after a straight left hand sent to canvas for the third time in his career so let's hope that uh he gets better anyway and uh gets out of hospital soon uh, because it does mention here that he was taken to the Hennepin County Medical Center for evaluation. And as we uh, later learned on, uh, as, as the evening progressed, he was actually put into an induced coma. In the co-main event, late replacement Brian Mendoza, 21-2, seized his opportunity and delivered a stunning fifth-round knockout over former Unified World Champion Jason Rosario in a performance that Mendoza described as career-altering. The 27-year-old Rosario announced his retirement following the fight. So that was a quick one. Um, let's see if there's any results. Oh, yes. It was all Fodor Kajou. Boy, a big whopping word here. Circassian. Circassian. 21 now. Uh, in the telecast opener, a fight in which uh, the talented and undefeated middleweight raised his stock even further with an impressive unanimous decision over seasoned veteran Nathaniel Gallimore, who's now 22, 6, and 1. Uh, I, felt in this, I felt in this fight I controlled him, said the Ukrainian boar Shurkazin, who now fights out of Poland. He's very fast and he wanted to catch me with the hard punch, but I wanted to feel the distance. It's my style. I like to punch like that. 
fast and sometimes throw a strong punch. So fair enough. Uh, looks like he had a good fight. Let's see if there's any more results. Yes, there are. Um, there was a high-stakes matchup of undefeated fighters. We'll round out the network's successful 22 boxing lineup coming up soon. On December 17th, lightweight contender Michelle Arolazaza, Ali Rivera, 24-0, will take on Derek James-trained Frank the Ghost Martin, 16-0, in a 12-round lightweight title eliminator bout in the main event of a Showtime Championship boxing telecast. Uh, this lightweight the division, as I said last week, is certainly uh, heating up. Um, Long-time contender Andre Durrell, 29-3, 19 knockouts, scored a 10th-round stoppage over hard-hitting light heavyweight Uniski Gonzalez, 21-5. And former unified champion Julian J. Rock Williams uh, scored a unanimous decision win over Rolando Mancilla. An eight-round middleweight bout plus unbeaten super lightweights, Kent Cruz, 16-0-3, and Enrico Kokohaya, 13-0-2, fought to a majority draw in a rematch of their February split draw. Well, there you go. There's some additional information on fighters on uh, Boxing247.com, and I encourage you to pop along and, and see who else has been fighting. I will take a look now at uh, Abu Dhabi and a look uh, at the Dimitri Bivil and uh, his fight. Hmm. Dimitri Bivil took care of all the doubts and questions about his fight with uh, Gilberto Zerdo Ramirez, a fight that on paper was evenly matched for the WBA light heavyweight super title and reaffirmed himself as one of the best fighters in the world. Yes, he did. Bivil outsped outbox and dominated Zerdo in every aspect of the bout to end up winning on the judges' scorecards as evidence of the reigning champion's dominance. Elsewhere over in Abu Dhabi, we also saw Chantal El Capo Cameron defeat the American Jessica Casquilla McCaskill unanimously over 10 rounds with a clear technical superiority and succeeded in her fifth defense of the WBC, IBF, and Ring Magazine belts. She also added the WBA and WBO belts to become the first undisputed champion in the history of the 140-pound division. The judges' scorecards were 97-93 and 2 by 96-94 in favor of Cameron, who added her 17th win with eight knockouts, while the Chicago boxer, still an absolute at 147 pounds, returns with a record of 12 wins, five by knockout and three losses. Moving along, in, a f- in front of another sold-out Hollywood Fight Nights crowd in Los Angeles, King Callum Walsh and Sir High El Flaco Bochuk scored impressive knockout victories in the feature fights on the Tom Loeffler 360 Promotions event, which is broadcast globally on US- UFC Fight Pass. The 21-year-old fast-rising Welsh, Walsh uh, improved to 5-0 with four knockouts, stopping Delon Parsley using his full arsenal of power shots. Uh, Walsh dropped Parsley in the first and second rounds prior to knockout victory being declared. World-ranked super welterweight Bohochuk, 21-1, wow, 21 knockouts, continued his run of outstanding knockouts, stopping Aaron Coley in the second round. The victory earned the hard-hitting Ukrainian the vacant WBC Continental America's title. Bohachuk wore down Kohli with his trademark aggressive pressure from the opening bell and proudly displayed the flag of Ukraine in the ring following his win as a tribute to his countrymen affected by the ongoing war. Local favorite, 
Omar Conde Trinidad, 10-0-1, eight knockouts, continued his impressive winning ways with a second-round stoppage of Jose Garcia, 13-3-3, in a scheduled six-round featherweight fight. In a hotly contested super flyweight battle, Daniel Chucky Barrera of Riverside, California, and Isaac Devil Alguino, <laughs> sorry about that, 3-1-1, out of Pomona, Pom no, sorry, Pomona, Pom Pomona, Pomona? California fought to a four-round majority. Oh, hey, man, it's, it's, it's the morning. I'm still having my coffee here. Uh, fighting in the super lightweight division, Los Angeles native Dave Romero and Michael De La Cruz out of Ventura, California, battled to an exciting four-round split decision uh, draw. Uh, competing in the super welterweight division and fighting out of the wildcard boxing gym, Steve Von Yu out of Los Angeles stopped Matthew Reed out of Bakersfield, California in the first round. Opening the show with fireworks, super flyweight female debuters, Gloria Munguia, 1-0, out of Los Angeles, and Joanne Espinoza of Long Beach fought in an action-packed bout over four scheduled rounds. Scores at the end of the bout were for Munguia by majority decision, 39-37, 39-37, 38-38. Congratulations to that young lady, and we look to see more of her uh, in the future for sure. Alrighty, moving along here. Thompson Boxing's lightweight power punching contender. Speaking of the lightweight division, Miguel Explosivo Manduno. Manduno. 28-1. Got back in the world title picture after scoring a knockout over Juan Huertes. 16-4-1, by the way, 12 knockouts. At the White Sands Event Center in Plant City, Florida. The scheduled 10-round bout serves as a co-main event on the Pro Box. Pro Box Last Chance Tournament. I really felt strong and composed in this fight, said uh, Maduro, who bounced back from his first loss as a professional. I had an incredible training camp up in the mountains of Mexico, where I was isolated from many distractions. I wanted to take my time, pick my shots wisely, and everything came together. Uh, I could see all the punches coming. Uh, everything sl slowed down. I was able to land some powerful punches. I got him out there, and that was the plan going in. With the victory, Maduino, who is promoted by Thompson Boxing, is back in the world title picture at lightweight. The division is loaded with big names, as we all know, and Maduino feels he can compete with all of them. Right now, he says, Devin Haney is the king of the lightweight division, and hopefully I will fight him one day. There are many other big names like Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, and Shakur Stevenson, all our potential opponents for me down the road, I feel like I'm one of the biggest punches in all of boxing. And with a few more victories, I'll be ready to fight for a world title. I'm still working my way up, but everyone better takes notice because I'm coming. <laughs> Fair enough. Good for him. Alrighty. Ray's Boxes Promotions uh, out of Lowell, Massachusetts had a great fight. Um, the card featured fighters from across the New England region. And there were a total of 14 fights going on in this card most of which were extremely competitive, and more than 1,500 people were in attendance to spend much of the evening on their feet. Wow. We had 14 action-packed fights, and the fans were on the edge of their seats throughout the evening, said Michael Reyes of Reyes Boxing Promotions. Gabriel Morales' Kevin Rodriguez was one of the most exciting local fights in a long time, with Morales winning a local title via split decision. Both fighters were incredibly hungry and left it all in the ring. Ray's Boxing Promotions' very own Marquise Bates uh, was in a great fight, as was Luke 
Iannucci, Justin Morales, Brandon Sandoval was a barn burner too. These are the kinds of events we're going to continue to promote and what local boxing is all about. Uh, Ray's Boxing's next card takes place December 10th. And he says additional details will be forthcoming. Welterweight, rising prospect and local fan favorite Louis Lopez out of Corona, California, faces yet another undefeated left fighter as he takes on Adrian Gutierrez, 12 on one out of uh, Chula Vista, California. The eight-round bout will serve as a main event on Thompson Boxing's Path to Glory card. This is taking place very soon. Path to Glory uh, is going to happen at the Doubletree Hotel in Ontario, California. And uh, tickets are already on sale. You can go to thompsonboxing.com for more details. In the co-main event, we're going to see an eight-round fight with the very popular Manny Gucci Manny. <laughs> Sorry, let's start again. Manuel Gucci Manny Flores. He's 13-0, uh, 11 knockouts out of Coachella, California. And returning to the ring to face Armando Torres out of Mexico City, Mexico. Um, let's have a quick look here. Uh, I'm doing something that even the best fighters in the division are not doing as I'm fighting my third undefeated in a row, said the major attraction in the Los Angeles, California area, Luis Lopez. I want to be built up the right way, like a lot of the great Thompson boxing fighters who came before me. And I believe I'm proving myself as a world-class fighter being brought up in the same path. I have a deep hunger for success and will not settle until I give my best. This is a big fight. I'm coming to win. <laughs> Fair enough. On the undercard, we're going to see middleweight Nelson Oliva uh, with a fighter to be announced. Lightweight Ionis uh, Maniolidis take on an uh, opponent to be announced. Lightweight Juan Sanchez, an opponent to be announced. Opening the card will be welterweight bout uh, between Elias Diaz out of National City, California, taking on David Thomas out of Woodland, California. So there we go. Some some good news out of California, courtesy of Thompson Boxing. Hamza Shariz is making the headlines. He'll uh, bid to add the Commonwealth middleweight title to his WBC silver belt when he takes on the highly rated River Wilson Bent at the O2 Arena on November 26th, live on BT Sport. For all you English boxing fans out there, this is uh, part of the Zach Parker versus uh, John Ryder uh card which uh, tops the bill at the popular greenwich venue as uh dennis mccann is going up against uh, joe ham and sam noakes is going up against calvin mccord and uh, we see that um shiraz 16 and 0 12 knockouts will be making his first defense of his wbc civil title he won last time out by defeating francisco emmanuel torres versus uh no sorry via a fifth round stoppage he previously won the wbc international civil title with a defeat of jazz smith and is a former holder of the wbo european title at super welterweight wilson ben for his part he's three 13 one and one enjoyed a perfect run in the professional ranks until coming up against forthcoming british title challenger tyler denny so it's good to see the O2. Yeah, I'm sure the O2 is going to be packed for that uh, that event. Uh, as I said, headlined by Zach Parker and John Ryder. But uh, speaking of Sam Noakes, he himself is back in search of a perfect 10 when he makes his return to the O2 on that card after making his recovery from a broken thumb. Uh, thrill a minute, lightweight. 
Sam, I mean, I mean, this is a big one between the heavyweights and the lightweights. I seem to be speaking a lot about the lightweights of, of late. Anyway, thrill a minute lightweight. Sam uh, was was due to fight back in July before a sparring injury sustained while working with Archie Sharp. Put him in uh, the missing list. <laughs> On the missing list. That's funny. <clears throat> Sorry. Now he is set to fight for the Commonwealth title against the unbeaten Scott Calvin McCord on the undercard, as I said, of the Zach Parker John Ryder clash for the WBO interim world super middleweight title. Uh, said Noakes, camp was going well and I was sparring Archie. I think it was in the seventh or eighth round, right at the end, and I switched through, misjudged the distance, and hit him on top of the head. I thought that hurt. Then I carried on, hit a few jabs. And it was still hurting. So I stopped and they took my hand out of the glove and my thumb uh, was weighed underneath. Oh, sorry, was wedged underneath. Youch. Uh, I went to the hospital and after the x-ray, uh, she called me straight in. I thought, this ain't good because normally you're just sat there and it's not urgent. And they just leave you there. I had snapped it with a clean break. Wow. At least you know where you stand with a clean break. Uh, it is sweet now, uh, but it was a pain in the arse at the time and I wasn't very happy. So I've been out for eight months and, uh, and an old has been now <laughs> all forgotten about. Well, he's got a sense of humor. I must say I've fallen on my feet here though, uh, having a calm with title. So I'm happy with that. Uh, he resisted the temptation of becoming a couch potato during his absence and hit the road to keep in trim. Uh, as soon as I, he said, as soon as I got solid cast on, I was running straight away. Uh, if I had sat about eating when I came back, I would be a middleweight. So I kept ticking over. I was lucky to have uh, only on for about four weeks. When it came off, I was pushing weights and I was just happy to be back in the gym. So there you go. Some, new, some news out of a pretty game fighter, uh, Sam Noakes out of UK. Uh, let's, let's, oh, look at this, uh, our final story of the day. Uh, is, again, featuring Thompson Boxing. Thompson Boxing, undefeated lightweight star, Ruben Ace Torres, 19-0, 16 knockouts. He's coming out of uh, South Central Los Angeles. Is back in action uh, in the end of November when he steps in the ring with Eduardo Estela, 13-1, nine knockouts. He's coming out of Uruguay. The fight is being presented by Marv Nation and produced by Legends Entertainment. Uh, the Torres versus Estrella fight is a Schedule 8 rounder. It will take place at the War Grounds, Dignity Health Spot, Sports Park in Carson City, California. The main event will showcase Jose Chon Zepeda, 35-2, and two, wow, out of La Puente, California, versus number two ranked former world champion Regis Ragaru Prograce, 27-1 out of New Orleans for the vacant WBC Super Lightweight World title. Wow, good for him. So Torres said, this is a big fight for me, and I plan to take full advantage of the opportunity. I know Estella is hungry to make a name for himself, so I'm well aware of the task at hand. I must dictate the action from the opening bell. At this point in my career, every fight is light for death. This will be my first time fighting outside of my Thompson boxing family, and I'm going to represent my promoter with a great performance. Torres' knockout, by the way, of Christian Baez uh, in his last fight uh, went viral. And he hopes to build on that momentum. Torres has knocked out nine of his last 10 opponents. Wow. He said, I feel my powers improved with each fight as I'm getting more confident sitting on my punches. Every day I train, I'm working on the same aspect of throwing a power punch. 
All the hard work will be on display at the next fight. Making his USA debut, Eduardo Estela has nothing to lose and promises to bring forth an entertaining fight. He believes Torres is not on his level and plans to upset him in his hometown. Mm, gutsy. Let's see what he says. I saw a lot of weaknesses in Torres when he fought Baez, states Estela. I have confidence in my ability to execute the game plan with my trainer put together, and this will be the first time I'll be fighting in the United States, so this is my chance to prove to the world that I'm an elite fighter. A victory will catapult me to bigger fights down the road. I will not let this opportunity pass me by. I'm fighting for all my countrymen back home. Taurus is in for a rude awakening. Woohoo! Good stuff. All right, fight fans. Thanks for joining me. Uh, hey, Carl, how you doing? Uh, appreciate it. Uh, remember, to let's see what you're having to say here. Uh, just bounced into the uh, comment section. Uh, another, yes, uh, our girl Cameron did very well. Um, girl is North American. Hey, just you, I'm telling you, just you wait. Big baby, Jared Anderson, he's coming up soon. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's got a fight in December. Check him out. Trust me on this one. Um, who's Neil Marsh David? AVA manager now on channel. Oh, okay. Oh, David FBA. Okay, good for, good for you, man. Uh, no, it's not anti-UK talk. Come on, man. It's just realistic. All right, fight fans. Thanks for joining me here on uh, Talk and Fight. Appreciate your comments. Appreciate uh, your suggestions. Appreciate your attention. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. with Mike Core and Cedric Ben for Knuckle Up.